This call may be monitored or recorded. Welcome back to About Last Night. I'm your host, Anna Wiest, an advocate for justice, with Francis Scarcella, reporter for The Daily Item. This week's episode is going to be a little different. As we mentioned before, we have the audio from Francis's first jailhouse interview with Miranda Barber. Today, we are taking you through the conversation, and we'll be jumping in to discuss it along the way. On the morning of November 12, 2013, a body was found on an alley in Sunbury, Pennsylvania. Later identified as Troy LaFerrera, the victim of a gruesome murder had been stabbed more than 20 times. Sunbury police spent weeks investigating the crime before arresting 18-year-old Miranda Barber, followed by her husband, Elliot, just a few days later. With ties to Satanism and their self-described desire to just kill someone together, the couple was soon recognized nationwide as the Craigslist killers. A quick trigger warning before we get into this. Francis is talking to a convicted murderer in this interview, and some very disturbing things will be discussed, including topics like murder, sexual assault, and abortion. Please listen with caution. And now, to the interview. This is, it's, this is not the first time, but I'm here. I don't want, I honestly don't want to get out of prison. I would rather take this opportunity and be honest with everything I've ever done and get, get help for what is wrong with me because I don't want to sit there and do that and just keep doing it because it's not, I can't, I'm not okay with that. Okay, Miranda Barber just told you this is not the first time she has killed somebody. What are you thinking? I mean, you sit there and you hear this, and for me, I was stunned. I'm like, because again, prior to, I started to hear a little rumors that there may have been other people involved. And so I'm sitting there and I hear this and my head is spinning at this point. And then when she says yes, I'm like, she's literally on a recorded line going to say she killed one other person. And she says, my lawyer is going to be mad. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and, then, and then she said one other person. So I'm sure you'll have other questions as we go forward. Everything that I've told my lawyer, he doesn't believe me. But and I've, I've told him I can, if you give me a map, I can, I can pinpoint a lot of them that you'll find. There's still, you're saying there's still people out there? As far as they never found these people? Yes. Okay, she's saying they, these people, these bodies haven't even been found yet. Are you thinking like, oh, I'm about to like have to break a bunch? Uh, 100%. And if you notice, I didn't say bodies because I was stunned when she said a hundred, uh, less than a hundred. I said, I thought to myself two things. One, she's full of shit. And now it's a waste of my time to be in here because she is absolutely crazy. And uh, other part of me said, wow, is this a story? But is it real? I don't know. So that reporter side of you is like going back and forth. It's went back and forth. Because it's like, wow, that's a story. But then it's like, wait, but this sounds like bullshit. It sounds like so much bullshit. But the problem that I had is as morally is 
I mean, I gotta say something because just in case there's one other person or two, forget well, of the course. Hundred. And I mean, there's a reason they're recording this call so that people like police can listen to it. Uh, right. But I said, forget the hundred in my mind. I said, what if there's just one other one? What if there's just two? What if there's three? So you had to look into it. I no had to look what. into it, and then I tried to pinpoint, which which you'll hear coming up. I tried to pinpoint it to give me the fucking number. Mm-hmm. As far as this forest that we've been hearing about, mm-hmm. who is that? He is one of the. He's not the leader of the group that I was a part of, but he is one of the main people in it. I had nothing. That is, I had nothing to do with his death. I do know all about it, but I had nothing to do with it, intentionally. Okay, Forrest, I don't think this is someone we have talked about before. Tell us how this plays in. So I, we started to get information that there was a gang leader by the name of Forrest. Uh, I heard that from Elliot, who had brought it up, and, and he had said that he she was trying to run from him and hide from him because he had he had possession of her and would sell her to people and all this. So that's why I asked the question and she didn't really hesitate on an answer about the guy. So there's obviously somebody out there that was named Forrest, whether this was or the case or <laughs> whether this was the case or not. I, I still never know, but, but yeah, this apparently was some Elliot told us he was the leader of this gang. She's so the gang, no. is it like the, like a satanic yes. group kind of thing? Yes. Okay. Like, like sacrificing and oh shit yeah this when we did when i did this story just in this specific section of what she said about this uh satanic cult is when the church of satan reached out to me and that i gotta tell you was a little kind of crazy that got a little crazy there for a little bit so i'll talk about that in a future episode you will and you'll talk about how i sat in the room on uh, a CNN show in a little room and did not know that the leader of the satanic uh, church was in a booth next to me. So I was kind of like, it was all kind of just very blurry. You said something that was kind of funny is you're like, you look, as I'm listening to this with you, uh, and we're pulling various clips here. He said, you look like you have uh, some PTSD from it. And the answer Literally, is probably, he's like he, pale. And the answer is probably yes. I, I mean, me and my sister, we were both molested as when we were like, I was four, but... By who? My uncle, my mom's sister's husband. Now she tells you that she was molested when she was four years old. And it checks out, which led me to believe, what the fuck? Is there more bodies? So do the pieces start... Out. Not so much on the killings, but that... That checked out. Every last drop of what she said there between her uncle, who was convicted of this, and her sister, uh, they were molested. I mean, it's just, that's a fact. And it checked out. And and that, to me, was very alarming. Because if she's telling the truth about that, then who knows what else she's telling the truth about. She had a real problem with, with, with people who hurt children. She had a real issue. And if she was willing to do this to this level, did she find somebody else to help her somewhere else? Did she have people out there that were doing something else? I don't know. But I know that checked out because I heard it before I went in. So it kind of made me a little... When she brought it up, and I knew about the that she that she hated 
people who hurt children. So when I brought that up, that was in my mind. And again, you got to remember, I'm trying to think in my mind here. I don't have a pen and a pad. I, how am I going to remember any of this? Mm-hmm. My mind is all over the map right now. How am I going to remember any of this? And I'll explain to you why after this. Be, uh, I'll, I'll tell you how I got to remember it all. But I always felt like there was something inside of me. And I know, I know it's bad. And I know that one day it will be completely... I knew one day it would be completely out of control. And I learned how to control it and embrace I embraced it which I shouldn't have done because then it just got stronger and harder to control and then I just I found myself feeling these urges towards people and just not being here so when she says all that my mind is thinking because we did talk to a couple psychologists prior to about this and what she's saying what she's trying to say without saying it is she's blaming it on Satanism. And the, and the fact of the matter is she's blaming it on her uncle on the inside is my personal opinion. And that, so, yes, she had something very bad happen to her and she had something very bad inside her. So if at any time she felt there was somebody trying to hurt a child, she would go and hurt. The only problem with her theory is it didn't add up in this murder case because the man had nothing to do with other than her being 18. Uh, I don't know what the conversation was. I don't know what she told this man on the phone before they met. But, I mean, you can do your Have own. we talked about that? That she, uh, some say, like, allegedly she told him in the car that she was 16 and he said that was okay? Can't prove it. I know. I, don't know I just what. don't know if that's something we've mentioned before, but that Have is it. a storyline. Because I could prove it, but, but it, I mean, you, you, if you add up the math to what you're what you're seeing here... I just feel like that's something. She heard it. She, I mean, that, she was very strong on that. Is that a part of a? Is that part of the ploy? I don't know. I can just tell you that, that that what she's talking about being inside after talking to several psychologists about it. I believe that 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 was that coming out is that she wanted to hurt any person that hurt a child because she was hurt, and that's very common practice for people who have suffered traumatic, you know, uh, situations. So. We would joke around, and I would I'm I would be Miranda, and when I would switch, it would be Super Miranda. Okay. But. Okay. She has an alter ego. And there goes the credibility. I mean, you know, when I started that, I actually listened when she was talking about, you know, the fact that she was, you know, uh, sexually assaulted as a child and all that, and then when you go into this crazy, bizarre, super. I started to, to again, go back to, oh, here goes the credibility again. So it was a back-and-forth battle between myself in there as well. And you're saying because you feel that he was trying to to hook up with a 16-year-old, that was wrong? Mm-hmm. What would have happened if that wouldn't have been the case? Would this have taken place, or would you have let the man go? I would have let him go. I would have just, well, I, I changed my mind. I don't want to do this anymore. You would have changed your mind? Yes. And there she says it. And we go back to back and forth battle of credibility. So first when she said she has no remorse is where I'm like, you know, this is so, 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 so crazy right now. Uh, and then she said she would have let him go. So would Did you have, believe her? This is where I battled with the credibility issues back and forth because I because I already knew going in about the about the sexual assault. So it's 
the credibility was up and down and up and down and up and down the whole entire time. So to ask to so to say did I believe her when she was saying that at that point? Probably yes. No, I had the statement that I made, the, the second statement I made to the police when I did, you know, ask and, and beg for a lawyer, they, I, I mean, it, it was still a lie what I said, but after that, I just didn't talk. So at this point, you're realizing that you are the only person that she's told any of this to. And I'm realizing I'm going to be subpoenaed at some point to a court hearing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes, 110%. So as so. soon as you got out of here, were you pretty much directly, like, going to police? Um, they came to me, and we'll talk about yeah. that at the end, but they came to me. We'll be right back. Sholly Insurance Agency is an independent insurance company that has been family-owned and operated since 1985. When you enter their branches in Lewisburg and Sealands Grove, you will be welcomed by local agents who understand your needs and want to help you find the right coverage at the best price. Locally based and community oriented, Sholly Insurance will help you protect what you love. Head to sholleyagency.com for more information. Sholly Insurance Agency, we're here to help. The first, the very first time I was 13, 13 and the leader of the gang, he, I had, he had me lure this guy, and we met, and I'll never forget it, no matter how high I was, I'll never forget it, because... What town was it in? I believe it was in Flotilla. The first time she killed someone, she was 13 years old. Where, she, where I, again, battled that credibility back and forth is when she paused, because two seconds before that, if you're you know, a, a reporter, you're going to, you're going to pick up on every little thing. And she said, I'll never forget it. Even if I was high, I asked what town, I think it was this. She lost my, she lost all credibility. You can't say, I remember it. If you remember something that big in your life and say, I'll never forget it. Even if I was high, you remember everything, the whole thing. She stumbled on the city. It was the same basis. I met this guy. He was we were going to trade sex for money, and when I went to the alleyway, the leader, he came out behind me and he shot him. He shot him, in, he shot him somewhere up here, and he fell to the ground, and he handed me the gun and said, no, you have to do it. And I, I didn't, didn't do it. You didn't do it? I didn't, I couldn't do it. And then, I, like, I, I mean, he, I had the gun up to him, and I was holding it to him, but I couldn't pull the trigger. So he pulled the trigger. He put his hand over mine and pulled the trigger over my hand. And that just, you know, kind of released what was inside of me. Like, oh, my God, you know, that's not a good thing. At 13 years old. Mm -hmm. And you did it at 13 years old because, again, the guy was coming to meet a 13-year-old for sex? Mm -hmm. So... Do you follow what I'm saying there now? Now she's all over the map. She couldn't do it. She did it when she was 13. She couldn't do it. He held the gun. She held the gun. Three other people held the gun. It's a mess. Mm -hmm. she, she's all over the map. Mm -hmm. Lost my credibility. But again, I'm still thinking there's one, possibly two others. I particularly prefer knives. You prefer knives? Okay. Yeah. 
Did you keep these knives? This no. knife? You didn't keep the knife? The knife for this? Yeah. Yeah, I did. You did? I, I, I like the knife. I like the knife itself, and... Have you ever used that knife, the same knife before? Yes. You, the same knife you've used before? Yes. You cleaned the car. Was the car bad? Was it, I mean, was... It was, it was very bad. It was everywhere. Was everywhere? And that, that wasn't even what was supposed to happen. So now I'm ready to throw up at this point because she's telling me that, yep, I have the knife, no big deal, we had it, you know, it's here, uh, car's bad, it was everywhere, she's talking about blood, not a big deal, kept the knife, you know, I'm thinking, oh my god, I don't know if police found this knife yet, I have no idea. I still don't know, to be honest with you, if they had found the knife, but... Well, then they, they took one, they took a knife. Was it the knife? I right. don't know. You know, I never really at that point it didn't really didn't really matter, but uh sick to my stomach listening, you know what I mean? As she's telling me this, I'm like, what the fuck? And then she goes, That's not what was even what was supposed to happen. And then you'll hear. I, I wasn't there was no there's no stabbing was supposed to be involved at all. It was supposed to mostly be for my for my husband. But then what was he supposed to do? He was supposed to, you know, strangle him. And that was it? Yep. Those, why did why did the stabbing take place then? Because it just, it, it got out of control. The, situ the situation got out of control. I was, the, there was a phrase. It was a phrase, a set of words that I had to say in order for my husband to come up. What was that? It was, I... Give or take a few words that are different. It was something along the lines of, um, did you see the stars tonight? So now as a reporter, I believe that there was the phrase because she said give or take a few words. So if you're if you're really analyzing what she's saying, that part she's telling the truth because she knows what kind they, they definitely had a phrase together. She just didn't remember exactly what it was, but she knew it had to deal with the stars. So I believe that. And again, you're saying this whether people believe that that the number is around a hundred it's it's somewhere under there somewhere under there as a, i mean that's a hard thing to say as well i mean and i know you're, you don't have an actual number but you, i mean it could be one to a hundred you know if you had to take a guess and i'm sorry but if you had to take a guess what, what would you say 50 60 i don't know you don't know i know that i hit when i hit 22 i stopped counting now, this is something that we've talked about on the show so many times that she stopped counting at 22, but just this, hearing her say it. Now you see where I was like. like when she said it to you, that's crazy. And now you can hear where I'm like, N who's going to believe that you killed And then she people? says, looks can be deceiving. Correct. So she never broke eye contact, I will say that. Like, she stayed pretty hardcore. But when she said 22, I'm like, all right. Like, less than 100 and at 22 is the number you pick? 22, or... Like, starting at 100, and 22, at 22 seems like a small number. For any, if, if she would have started at 22, it would have seemed like a lot. But when you start at 100 and then go to 22, it seems like... Yeah, it was just kind of weird. Like, you just stop counting at 22 and then realize you just did another 80. Right. Or whatever it may be. It's something just, doesn't add up. Something didn't add up. And I knew people weren't going to believe the facts, but I did think there may have been one or two. And then to, to this day, I would have thought that. And you did this for the reason for... For yourself and for your daughter, you're more more so for your daughter. Yes. Who is the father of your child? Forrest. 
Forrest is? Yeah, he was. He was? Yeah. So she says that Forrest, the leader of the gang, is the father of her child. Do you think that is true? Yeah, I did. I did think she just used the name. I don't know if it was the leader of a gang, but I think the name of the guy was Forrest. Uh, I never actually found out who the father of the child was, to be honest with you. But I did believe that was probably the name, just not a leader of a gang. So you didn't think that this Forrest guy was the leader of her gang? I just think she kept the name the same. Okay. She never she didn't. It wasn't the same person, the you same didn't person. think? Because I don't think there was a gang. I think it was a bunch of kids running around a town in Alaska. But I think she kept the... I think she wanted the name out there for a reason, and she stayed consistent with the name of this guy. So, yeah, I do believe at some point there's somebody out there who fathered this child that uh, the name was Forrest. And, again, it could be. I, I still, to this day, don't know. Does the thought of being on death row, if convicted, bother you? No. Why not, Miranda? Because I deserve it. So you do own these, you do own up to these things. Yes. So she's telling you that if she is put on death row, she's fine with it. Because she deserves it. She's just turned 19 years old. She probably has no clue what she's about to face, is what I thought. The first time, the first time that I got pregnant, and it was his child, and the, the group that we were in found out about it, I was forced to have a home abortion. You had a home abortion? Yes. What is a home abortion? I don't, I can't really say what all it entails because from what I remember, you know, I hit it. I was, I was far enough along for it to look like a baby. It looked like a, looked like a baby. And when they, when he found out about it, you know, he had some guy, his guys come in. They tied me to a bed, shot me up with a bunch of drugs, and I was in and out of it the whole time. Did you believe that? I believe a version of that happened. I don't know if that's necessarily what happened, but do I believe that she was probably pregnant once before? Yes. And do you believe that whoever this guy was? No, I don't believe any of the the surrounding that it surrounded it, but do I believe that she was probably pregnant before? Yes. I guess, like I said, it's very commendable that you want to speak and you want to just get be honest and, and, mm -hmm. and let it be known, but you're not going to make many fans. You know that. Yes. Not, not and you're okay with, at all. And you're okay with that? Yes. Because I'm, as long as, as long as I can be honest, I don't care what happens. You don't care what happens. Yep. So at the end of the interview, what the hell do you do? Be nice, be courteous, and uh, convince her to talk to me again. Because you only had 45 minutes and I didn't have a pad and pad. So when I walked out of there, I didn't know what I was going to do, to be quite frank with you. I didn't know how I was going to get all of the all of this down on paper. And there was a way that it ended up having word for word, and we'll get into that next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Next week, we will be talking about the media frenzy that followed this exclusive interview. Don't forget to share our show with your friends if you've been enjoying our content. We'll be back soon. Produced by Harv Productions, LLC.